Hey, gorgeous friend, it's Denise here. And just in case you missed my big announcement this week, I want to make sure that you check out my big package, my ultimate money mindset package. Once a year, I offer a special package of my money mindset business and manifesting courses, plus the chance to work with me as your mentor and coach for the whole year. Now, this is for you if you want my support to work on your money stuff and learn how to do business on your terms. You get my three best courses complete with the strategies and coaching you need to make this your money breakthrough year. There's a juicy discount and a long payment plan, but this package is only available this week. So head to denisedt.com slash package to check out my package. (laughs) And I hope you come and join us because if you have a dream to grow your business and help more people and make more money, we have the support tools and community to help make it happen for you a lot quicker and easier than you could ever imagine. That's denisedt.com slash package. And let's get on with the show. Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey gorgeous, welcome back to another episode of Chill and Prosper. I am so excited to spend this time with you. It's so gratifying as well to hear from you about which episodes you like, which little things you put into place in your own life and business. So please keep them coming. You can also write a review wherever you listen to this podcast, or you can always send me a message as well. I I love hearing from everybody. And um, the best probably way to contact me, you can either send an email um, to denise at denisedt.com, or you can just send me a DM on Instagram. uh, And I'm at denisedt. So yeah. Always happy to hear from you. Now, today we're talking about something that I just love doing so much. I'm talking about decluttering. And I am obsessed with decluttering from a money manifesting point of view. And if you've ever listened to my free manifesting series, then you will know that whenever I want to manifest something new, I always start with decluttering. Always, 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 because it is such a great way to shift energy, create space, make a vacuum. But also, we know that motion creates more motion. Forward action creates forward action. And sometimes when you don't know what to do, decluttering is such an easy win. And it can really actually create miracles when you start to do it in an intentional way. So if you haven't gone through my free manifesting course yet, um, if you go to denisedt.com slash manifest, then you'll get access to my free manifesting formula where I go through the five steps to manifest anything in your life. But step number one is decluttering. So I want to talk about decluttering today because I recently... Um, did a massive declutter at my farm, uh, my rose farm. And I had been just collecting stuff for my rose farm for a while. And I wasn't quite sure what the style was going to be at the farm. At the start, we kind of did a bit shabby chic. And then sometimes we went a bit French provincial. And we kind of ended up with modern farmhouse. And so there was a lot of just stuff everybody everywhere. And what I notice is that when you have a lot of stuff, it's really hard to appreciate what you actually have in your life. 
And this is why it's such a powerful thing to do from a manifesting point of view, because um, the universe can only give us what we already have. And if you're not grateful for what you have, if you don't feel gratitude for the abundance you have in your life, then it's really hard to manifest more. And so what I noticed as I was going through all of the things at the farm, and I'm talking about, you know, like furniture and fabric that I'd bought to turn into things and crockery and all of these amazing things. When I was decluttering, I was like, oh my God, I'd forgotten about you. Oh my gosh, I love you. And so then I would put it out on display. And you think of what that does from an abundance point of view, when you have all this stuff that you're not even appreciating, you're not even seeing, you're really clogging up your pipe of abundance, right? And so that was just such a powerful thing to go, oh my gosh, I love you. The other thing that it did for me was realizing how many things I was holding on to that I didn't really love, right? And this is the KonMari method um, of decluttering is that she says, only keep what sparks joy. That's Marie Kondo, only keep what sparks joy. And I realized how many things didn't spark joy for me. Or I was thinking, oh, this would be so beautiful for somebody else. Um, And feeling almost guilty that I was hoarding something for, for that reason. And so that was that was very powerful too. And then there was things where I felt like as I was uncovering them, I thought, oh, that's a different version of me that would have loved that. Either a version of me like a couple of years ago or a version of me that just doesn't really exist, you know. And a good example of that is when I buy fabric and I go, one day I'm going to learn to sew and magically find a sewing machine and I'm going to turn this into something else. And just realizing and acknowledging to myself, I'm actually not that person. (laughs) Like I'm just not that person. And it has to be, I have to get somebody else to do those things because I probably will not. The other thing that it does too is it really shows you sometimes what you're putting up with, what you're putting up with and what you no longer want to put up with. So there might be things that you uncover that you go, wow, every time I use this thing or every time I look at this thing, I have to ignore the fact that it's wobbly or it doesn't quite suit me and I feel bad about that. And that could be a few different things, right? You might think, well, that was really expensive, so I can't throw that out, even though it doesn't suit me, even though I've never used it. Or that was a gift and I feel guilty about that and I should be appreciative of what I'm given. Ah, look at that from a money manifesting point of view, right? I should be grateful for what I'm given and I'm not allowed to choose. It's incredibly symbolic, right, of going, I have to keep this because I'm not allowed to choose or this is the only chance I'll ever get, so I have to accept it. You can see from a a, a money manifesting point of view how much that can play into scarcity thinking of just going, wow. I'm not allowed to choose. I have to take what I'm given. I have to be grateful for it. Um, The other thing that happened for me too was realizing, um, (laughs) so for example, I I love collecting hardcover books for my farm. You know, those really beautiful leather or linen ones. And I'm very particular. I love ones that are very um, like beautiful looking, but also are really nice subjects. So I don't want war like books about war. There's always hardcover books about like World War II at thrift stores or like, I don't know, cars or sport or anything like that. And so all of the books I collect are lovely things. They're about the royal family's dresses or, you know, uh, decorating 
in the 80s or a dinner party for five. That would be a dumb book. But like just beautiful, relaxing, lovely things. And so I was kind of collecting um, in different color schemes and I ended up with a lot of these red books and I realized I didn't want red in my house. And I was like, I'm just going to get rid of all these red books. And I felt guilty about it because I was like, but I'd collected them, you know, I spent money on them. But I realized that part of that decluttering process for me was giving myself permission to have standards in my life, right? Giving myself permission to go, no, even though I collected these things and I thought they were going to be good, I actually don't want red books in my house. I'm, it's okay for me to have a strict color palette. I know that sounds so, oh God, it's, it sounds so spoiled. But I was like, actually, I'm only going to collect from now on green and like cream books and that's it. And I'm actually going to get rid of all these ones. And um, I felt like, yeah, just a bit of a spoiled princess. But I was like, someone else will love this and someone else will be looking for red hardcover books. So it's really, again, another example of about how you're allowed to have high standards for your life. You really are. You're allowed to have extremely high standards if you want, and it's okay for you to want what you want. So this is why decluttering is more than just, you know, getting rid of stuff in your house or it's a nice to have. It actually really is incredibly symbolic when it comes to the law of attraction. Because if you're someone who has high standards, you give yourself permission to want what you want, um, then honestly, that's when you start to attract more money into your life. Because the universe only gives you what you already have, right? So if you want to feel abundant, then you have to do some decluttering. Now, I can see totally when I watch those hoarders shows how quickly things can get out of control. So I think this is a really good chance if you're listening today, this is a good chance for a reset. Even if you've been decluttering before, even if you do this as a regular practice, I want you to take this to the next level and think of it from a money manifesting point of view, but also where are you going over the next year? Where are you going in your life and your business? What are you making a stand for? What are you creating space for? Because then you can declutter in a much more intentional way. Um, And it's not just about cleaning up your house. And yes, all that's important as well. But it's about if you want to make some really big shifts in your life, those big kind of quantum leaps, then this is one of the things it's going to take is being intentional about what's around you, what you allow yourself to have in your life. So of course, as a reset, definitely deal with the physical clutter because that can make you feel very overwhelmed. It can just take up energy. It can take up bandwidth. You know, it's like having a computer with a million tabs open. Um, It takes up bandwidth on your computer. So all of that stuff takes bandwidth out of your life. If you have to constantly hunt for a pen when you sit down at your computer to work if you have to you know move a million things before you write your chapter of your book can you see how that's just a teeny tiny little barrier for you it really is if you have to always search for your headphones before you do a video all of those things will just take up that extra little bit of bandwidth and then you're less likely to do it so for me I have um, a purpose-built office that I just go into, it's ready to go. It's ready to go for me to work. Um, If you don't have that, if you've got a little space somewhere, maybe that you keep everything in like a little, um, you know, a little box and then you just bring it out and you don't have to go through clutter. Okay, so that's that's just a practical level of just not having lots of crap around. So you're just ready to go. And then you can do some 
you know, little upgrades around that. So I'll have actually have just a pair of headphones that lives in my office. The charger lives right there. As soon as I take them off, I just plug them straight in. So they're always charged. So sometimes as you declutter and you make space, you might realize you need another phone charger so you don't spend valuable time looking for it. Okay, so that's really obvious stuff. Clean out things that are just crap. And, and you know, you can, once you're in that, you can go through your fridge, you can go through your clothes, anything that just you just don't need. Um, that's the obvious stuff. This also sets you up for some quick wins. It releases a little bit of energy and then you can move on to some of the harder stuff. Now, if you're in my money boot camp, you know, we talk a lot about creating a first class life, a first class life. And that's not just going f- like being a lottery winner and suddenly just everything is just magical and you know, done. It's incrementally working your way up to that first class life by changing your standards, changing your minimum requirements, and literally upgrading everything around you. So it just becomes who you are. And so one of the things we do at the start of Money Bootcamp is um, decluttering things that are economy class, decluttering things that just don't make you feel good. And sometimes that is stuff that kind of works but really isn't good enough and that is a symbolic decluttering saying I am worth more and you don't have to get rid of everything for sure but it's just about looking and going actually that's not good enough for me right now and it could be something where you go oh this chair squeaks every time I sit in it it's not broken there's nothing wrong with it but it's just doesn't make me feel first class. And you always start with things that are like immediate, things that you use all the time, and then you kind of radiate outwards into the littler things. It's upgrading the quality of your life and your daily, you know, working environment. So you'll start to feel good. And just like those little annoying things sap your energy little by little, death by a thousand cuts, the opposite is true. When you upgrade those little things around you, you'll incrementally feel just a little bit better. And that doesn't mean you have to spend a ton of money. Sometimes more expensive doesn't mean more more comfortable. But also, I actually love thrifting. I love finding things on Marketplace. You know, and you could find a really great upgraded chair, for example, or an upgraded desk that could really make your life feel better each and every day, but doesn't have to cost a lot of money. So that's where you start, right? Is you do the obvious things and then you start to look at the symbolic stuff and what is economy class? What what just does not make me feel good about myself? And some of those things are tiny 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 but they actually really really add up and they can be feel very very symbolic. And then what you'll notice is that your standards change in other ways too, non-tangible ways, like boundaries, like having a bit more confidence to, you know, chase up a client or chase up an invoice, all of those things really have a great ripple effect. All right, so I'm going to have um, a quick break to have a little drink and I'll be back with some even more symbolic things that you can declutter to really help you manifest more money ASAP. Hello, beautiful bees. My name is Sandra Cummings from Adams, Tennessee. I am an early childhood educator and dyslexia specialist. I was introduced to Denise's books a couple years ago and quite literally have had them on repeat in my vehicle and in my ear ever since. Um, Ever since then, I've paid off thousands of dollars in debt. Um, I started my business 
and I've learned especially that life doesn't have to be as hard and you can make money and enjoy yourself um, I've learned that I need to stay on the energetic level with money and it's just all just changed my life I'm forever grateful Welcome back. Welcome back. We're talking about decluttering and what it means for you to manifest more money and opportunities. And so here's where you start to go a little bit more specific into what are you trying to manifest at the moment? And if you don't know and you just want your life to feel better, then great. Just do all of those things without too much thought because it does make a difference. But you can start to just get a little bit more intentional about where your energy is going, um, both from like where your energy leaks are happening, but also where you want your energy to go, right? And so this is where you can start to go, okay, I want to manifest more clients in my business or I want to manifest my first clients. What can I declutter to help me do this? And I don't want you just to just think of physical stuff, even though that's a great place to start. You know, you can declutter old client files, for example, declutter literally your filing cabinet if you have, you know, client materials that go in there. You can also, though, do things like declutter your time. If you really want new clients, but you actually have no time in your calendar for them to go, then that's where you start. And people will say to me, no, 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 I'll wait for the clients to come and then I'll do the thing. But remember, we're creating space. From a manifesting point of view, we're creating a vacuum. So you can intentionally block time out on your calendar. Where are your new clients going to go? Where are they going to live? Um, Metaphorically, well, in time, right? And so then you can go, oh, I need to set up an online calendar system. I need to actually make space for these clients to come in. Um, And I remember years ago, I worked with this lady who ran a meditation center out of her house and she wanted to manifest um, a life partner. And and this is how I actually started my business, doing a lot of uh, soulmate coaching. Same stuff that I'm talking to you about today, though, from a manifesting point of view. And I was like, well, when are you going to have him around? Do you have meditation classes every night in your house and she wasn't teaching them either she was other people were teaching them and I was like if you did have a partner is he just going to come over to your house and you're just going to sit you know in in your other lounge room while there's a meditation group going on do you want to create some intentional space and she was like well yeah it's not even just you know having a partner I would really love to have Saturday nights for myself or Friday nights whatever it was and I was like great let's let's declutter that now let's make symbolic space for this new man to come in. Similarly, I would get people to declutter their bedside drawers. You know, if you want a, a partner to come in, let's make space for them. One lady had like books and stuff on the other side of her bed. And I'm like, let's get rid of them. One guy that I coached on that too, he had piles of books in his room. I'm like, how is she even getting get in the door, dude? So it's looking for those things that are very symbolic that you might not, you might think I'll do that when they get here. And it's like, no, let's make space for them. Let's create it out. Similarly, if you want to um, say, for example, you want to write a book, you've got to get into the mindset of writing a book. So sometimes you have to declutter things that are just not going to help you on that path. And this could be a podcast you listen to that is usually you love it, it's great, but it just takes up a little bit of bandwidth for you. And so for a while, you might declutter that as in just not subscribe to it or you might have outgrown it and only listen to things that are going to help you write a book. 
that are in that space of writing a book. Similarly, similarly, you can unsubscribe from newsletters that you've outgrown. And you might just think, oh, it's fine, I'll just delete them. But it's like, it's just a little bit of bandwidth. It's just a little bit of extra bandwidth that you do not need. Um, same with books. You might have started a book and went, oh, it doesn't resonate for me. You can delete it off your Kindle. You can donate it. You can let it go. All of those things that just take up that little bit of extra space. You can clean up your social media feeds. Now, this is actually a really crucial one, right? Because what you see is what you'll believe. So if you want to manifest a really big goal, declutter your social media feed of things that either make you feel bad, make you feel like your goal isn't worthy, or just things that just aren't going to help you on that journey. You know, if you want to see yourself succeed, who are you following to see that you believe that yourself? And this is particularly important if you don't have a lot of role models who look or sound like you or who are in similar situations to you. So if you have excuses about yourself, and I'm not saying excuses to gaslight you, we all have our own internal reasons why we think we can't do things. Sometimes that's because we've never seen it done before. So if you're going, oh, you know, I'm a single mom, it's really hard for me to start a business and you've never seen that, well, then you have to fill your feed with examples of single moms who are succeeding in business. If you are queer and you're like, I cannot do this because everyone, everyone that I follow, um, you know, is is not queer, well, then you have to fill your feed with people. Same, you know, if you're a, like a person of color, you have to fill your feed with, with people who look like you or who sound like you. If you've got an excuse saying, um, an internal excuse, remember, of I can't start a podcast because I have an accent and people won't understand me. Well, you have to make sure you are following people who have an accent too, because then you'll start to believe that it's possible for you. And that starts with decluttering your feed and being very intentional about what you let in to your mind, because that is going to help you manifest. Because when you see it, you can believe it, and then you can make it real, which is what manifest means. So be very intentional about your social media feeds. It's really, really, really important. Okay, let's uh, talk about the next level of decluttering too. This is, so we've kind of almost gone like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? It's like, what's around you? And then like, who's your community? You know, that's that next one. And then it's usually, what does it come to? Like, you know, desires and goals. And then it's like fulfillment. So, so one of these things is around boundaries, decluttering things that require a little bit of boundary for you. So this could be an obligation, for example, that you no longer want to do. It could be a bartering arrangement. So a bartering, bartering is when you swap services with people without money exchanging hands. You might need to declutter some of those arrangements. And when I say declutter in this one, end the arrangement you know, just make it come to a close. Tell people, hey, listen, you know, your free sessions are coming to an end. All of those things, you know, when you do those things, you don't realize how much you're holding on to either the resentment or just the stress of it. You know how relieved you feel sometimes when you set a boundary or you say no or you end something? You just go, oh, I don't have to carry that anymore. And that's why it's so powerful from a money manifesting perspective. You're giving yourself more bandwidth. You're giving yourself more bandwidth. So think about some of those commitments that you have that you just go, oh, and it could be promises that you've kind of made. It could be 
things that you haven't said yes or no to. They're just kind of hanging there. It could be requests in your inbox that you really secretly want to say no to. It could be clients that you just want to kind of end, you know, or it could be clients that you actually want to say no to um, or just little things like that. And this is really, again, making space, but being very symbolic about what am I attracting into my life? Because have you noticed that when you say yes to something that you don't want to do, sometimes that attracts more? Have you noticed that? Where you go, oh, I didn't want to do that, but all right. And then you get like three more requests for that thing. And it's because you're attractive to it now. You're literally open for business for that thing. So you have to shut down the things you are no longer available for. And I remember my friend Tammy Guest, who um, is a naturopath, and she helps and coaches other naturopaths and other people who want to do amazing things with their life. But I remember when I started coaching with her a long, long time ago, and she said, I don't want to do massage. I just wish people wouldn't book in anymore. And I'm like, hmm, well, why don't you take it off your website? And she goes, no, no, I can't do that. What if people want to book in? And I go, yeah, but you don't want them to. And she's like, yeah, but what if they do? I feel bad. And I'm like, hun, they will continue to book in while you're available for this. And so she had to take it off her website. And then she had to start telling people, you know, I no longer do this. You know, I'll, I'll do it until the end of Feb or whatever it is, end of March. And she had to take it off. So if there's things that you're wishing would happen and you go, oh, God, I wish people wouldn't book in for that anymore. Oh, I wish people would stop asking me to do X, Y, Z. You have to declutter that thing. And that might mean taking it off your website, taking it off your services page. You're just no longer available for it. It could be that you have to create a canned response, like just a, a copy and paste response that says, no, actually, I don't do that anymore. Um, but here are two other people who could help. Or here's a, a you know a, a software that can help you instead, and then you can you know you can always have an affiliate link on that if you want to. But you have to be unavailable. You have to declutter that thing, and don't just wish that people would change their behaviour on the other side of it because that just that just does not happen. Um, and it's totally okay to eliminate things that you don't love to do because it does create a space. It does create a vacuum for new things to come in. And every time you say no to something, it really creates space for you to say yes to other things. So here's some examples. You can delete um, old websites or old blogs if they don't give you the desired result. I used to have an article about can you win the lottery using the law of attraction, which is a very very clickbaity kind of thing. And my philosophy was like, hey, but why need to win the lottery? You can create a business. You can create money in other ways. You don't just have to have this one arbitrary win. But I would just get so many people um, who were in a real desperate energy coming to my website all the time. And I just realized, oh my God, even though I get traffic, a lot of traffic from that blog post, I'm actually going to declutter it because it's not the intention that I want anymore. And it felt really good to unpublish it. I felt a little scarcity thinking at first. I was like, but what about that traffic? And then I went, none of those people have converted to my programs because they just want the quick fix of a lottery win. They actually don't want to do any of the other stuff. I want to attract you know, self-aware people who want to do some inner work. So think about things like that where you go, oh, it's just not worth it anymore because doesn't that just open up so much space? Similarly, if you've got products or services like that too, where you go, oh, it's just, is it money? You know, am I just saying no to the universe and saying no to money? 
isn't all money good money? And you go, yes, sometimes it is. But sometimes if it makes you resentful, then no, then no. You know, and so you can declutter that and you can let it go. Same, you can always do a closeout sale and say to people, hey, I'm discontinuing this program. You can buy it until the end of blah, blah, blah. And let people have like one last hurrah at it. It's really cool. Um, decommission services you don't want to offer anymore. And if if you can't stand running anymore and every time you see it come up in your calendar, then don't offer that thing anymore. Do not do it. Doesn't mean you have to kill it completely. Maybe you turn it into a home study program. Maybe you turn it into a book. But you don't do it in ways that that feel yucky to you. So it's not always going to feel good to declutter. Sometimes you feel like you're giving up something. Sometimes you feel like you might annoy people or piss them off or disappoint them. Sometimes you'll feel guilty that you spent money or time or you should be grateful. But this is going to free up so much time and mental and energetic space for you to receive some really amazing things. And if you're holding on to stuff, you're just perpetuating this story that you're not allowed to have what you want, that you don't deserve more. So declutter. Declutter until it feels a bit, I don't know, scary. Just do it and open up that space, even if you've, even if it worked before. That's totally fine. Okay, um, one little last break, um, but don't go away because I have one little final thought for you after this break. See you in a sec. My name is Mark Tweedy, and I'm the proud owner of cannycrystals.co.uk. When I first started out, I was purely a product-based company and then came along Get Rich Lucky Bitch. I devoured the book within a day. I started following Denise and I subsequently became a member of Money Bootcamp. The lessons that I've learned have been totally invaluable and now I make 12 times more in a month than I did this time last year, mostly thanks to the idea of having a passive income, which now accounts for just over 80% of my sales. Using Denise's tips and guidance, my podcast shot up the charts and even went to number one here in the UK for both spirituality and self-improvement. So I just wanted to say a massive thank you, Denise, and everyone else involved in Money Bootcamp. You've changed my life forever, and for that I am truly grateful. Hey, welcome back. So my last final thought is declutter like you're in the cusp of something amazing happening. You know, if you knew it was all going to work out, what would you take on your journey and what would you... Um, leave behind it's totally okay so don't wait until the amazing thing comes into your life before you get ready get ready now and I do this every time I want to manifest something really cool like you know we wanted to manifest our dream house I started packing I wanted to manifest in a trip around the world that's why I talk about in my first book lucky bitch I started packing so imagine what could happen if you if you believed it was all going to work out And have you noticed sometimes that sometimes the universe sends you an enforced upgrade? Things might start to break as you set big goals. And that's the universe saying you're worthy of more. You really are. So start doing that now. Be brave and take action now. And, you know, what I've noticed from working with just so many thousands of people around the world now is it's you make space. You make space for the good things to happen. All right, so go forth and declutter and please, please, please let me know. I love hearing decluttering stories about, oh, I decluttered this and I found this. Someone told me they found $200 in a book that they forgot they had and you, you'll find some little treasure around there. But send me pictures. Um, remember, I'm at Denise DT across all of the social media uh, things 
And just, yeah, just let me know because I love hearing your decluttering slash manifesting stories. All right, I will see you next week for another episode of Chill and Prosper and take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.